0: Transitions can be hard. One moment we think we have it all figured out, and suddenly we are faced with the unexpected. Hi, I'm your host, Sarai Montoya. I believe that everyone has a special mission in this world, and through this means, I want to be a light in your path if you are ready to get inspired. Come join me on the Sarai Montoya podcast. Together, We will learn to maintain joy while navigating through seasons in life, a joy that is long lasting and sustainable. I will be releasing episodes every Wednesday with topics to encourage you to continue striving to be the best version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Welcome to another episode of the Sarai Montoya podcast. What you are hearing is the arrival of our team of 40 volunteers into the Democratic Republic of Congo, bringing in boxes and duffel bags with our medical equipment, supplies, and medication to treat over 1,500 patients living in some of the poorest and most rural villages of Congo. The team consists of doctors, nurses, technicians, Educators, pastors, students, and other non medical professionals. In today's episode, I thought I'd bring you an inside look into the types of conditions Christian brigades are able to work in, but also share some experiences with the hopes of inspiring you to maintain joy in the midst of your season or any difficult situation you may be facing. Before I continue on, I want to say thank you for giving yourself some space today to listen in. I truly believe that we all have a special mission in this world, and I want to be a light in your path to get there. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sarai Montoya, and I lead a medical mission organization called Christian Brigades. And the organization provides sustainable healthcare in rural communities around the world Through volunteer efforts. I encourage you to listen to episode 3 to learn more about living a missional life. As we continue on with today's episode, I also want to take a moment to thank all those who prayed for our team of volunteers while we were in Congo. Congo was new territory for us. And just to give you some statistics, the Democratic Republic of Congo is one of the top five poorest countries in the world. But it's one of the richest in natural resources. The average household makes about $2 a day. That's about $60 of income per month. Nevertheless, we had a wonderful team of volunteers that left their jobs, families, and comforts behind to come and share the love and hope of Jesus Christ with people that they'd never met before. Majority of us didn't speak the local language, So that made things even more challenging. Yet God gave us grace to connect with people. He had already prepared in advance for us. What you just heard is children singing in Spanish. We were able to teach them songs in Spanish, and some of our translators taught us songs in their local dialect, which is Shiluba. I was so inspired by each and every one of our team members. They had such a beautiful spirit. Early in the morning, everyone would come together for prayer to start our day with God. We would have breakfast and pile up in jeeps and head out to the clinic. Good morning, everyone. We are on our way to our last clinic day. Hi, Ismail. Good morning. Good morning. Bonjour. While in the clinic, we would minister, register, triage, and take care of hundreds of patients. (laughs) (laughs) Our intercessors team would start by praying for our medical campsite, rebuking in advance any spirit of illness or death. They would welcome God's presence and peace into our environment. We would come back to our hotel at the end of a long day, have dinner together, debrief, take a bucket-style shower, and go to bed. Rest felt so good at the end of a long day. One of the days, I had to stay up to solve a few administrative tasks. And when I saw the clock, I realized that I was only going to get three hours of sleep that night. So before laying down, I made a special prayer. And I asked God to help me make those three hours feel as if I had gotten eight hours of sleep. The next morning, I was up before my alarm, full of energy, ready to work. I was reminded of Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I was able to experience that verse vividly. God is the one who strengthens us. We have God who hears our prayers, even in the simplest ones. If He heard my prayer, He can hear yours. In the midst of our bodies giving up on us sometimes... God is always faithful. Somebody say, Amen! amen. amen. Somebody shout, Amen! amen. Hallelujah! Somebody hallelujah. say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Sharing the gospel through medicine is what we do through Christian Brigades. God tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves. No greater love than laying down your life for the life of another. Serving others is not easy. So when we serve, we go with the mentality that we may have to sacrifice our personal needs or wants and focus on what we are there for. We do all that we can to bring the hope of Christ to people who are in desperate need for even a small bit of relief. Some require simple medication, and others require small procedures and surgeries. Is he doing okay? Is he having pain? Due to the fact that Congo is one of the poorest countries in the world, resources were very limited for us. The type of grocery stores we're accustomed to here in the United States or in other countries, they don't exist in Bujimai. Bujimai is the name of the town we were in. Your main source of purchases are made in crowded street markets where everyone wants to sell you their produce. What you just heard was me walking in the market trying to purchase some fruit and vegetables for the next day's breakfast. During our medical mission, we came across situations where we were limited with supplies, food, water, proper sanitation, or even medications. And even though it felt devastating at times, you come to the end of what you can provide. And your spiritual provider suddenly allows you to feel that eternal connection and reminds you that there's still much more that you can provide. And in those moments, we are recharged and able to bring hope to those we are there to serve. That was a baby that one of our doctors delivered during our medical clinic. A mom had walked for over an hour to get checked. Upon arriving, She delivered after pushing twice. Our physical presence was able to help a woman deliver her baby, but also bring that mom some comfort. Perhaps we didn't have the delivery room set up in a way we would have preferred with proper equipment and pretty baby gowns, but in moments of illness and desperation, we can empower people by letting them know that they are not alone that there is a God who loves them and His name is Jesus. Jesus 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 Even if we had all the resources in the world, what good is it to give people resources when they can learn to have a relationship with the giver of resources? This is what we believe that, what medicine can't do, God can do. And that is our message when we make these trips. We treat, but Jesus heals. Although we anticipated this trip for about two years and created our own plan. God always had the ultimate word. A simple prayer would go a long way and remind us to keep our peace and inner joy during moments that try to bring fear upon our team, Try to bring doubt. And during one of our rest days, our team was invited on a boat ride and everything was going beautiful until our return back on the dock. All of a sudden... Our boat comes to a sudden stop. And I worship you because of who you are. What you are hearing is some of our team members worshiping God unexpectedly stranded in the middle of the deepest river in the world, the Congo River. They were praying and lifting God's name when our boat came to an unexpected stop. A stop that we didn't understand why it had happened or how it occurred. Most of us were mesmerizing at the sun, the sunset, being reflected on the lake. It was such a peaceful moment. Everything was going beautifully. I was in that boat as well. At first, I was in a bit of a shock. Because I was concerned for our team member safety. And I just wanted to make sure that everyone was okay. I felt a sense of, of responsibility and burden for a moment. And then quickly I bounced back and began to call upon God as uncertainty tried to creep in. At that moment, I was reminded of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they were thrown to burn into the hot furnace. They maintained their peace. They were not scared at all. They knew that the God they served, the God they worshipped, could save them. And similarly, we didn't know if our boat was going to slowly start sinking or if we would come get rescued. But one thing we knew was that God was with us. Earlier that morning, I was reading a scripture found in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they will be granted to you. As we were in the boat, that scripture reassured me that we would be okay, because God hears our prayers. Whatever we ask in prayer, and if we believe in Him, He will do it. To make the story short, by the grace of God, everyone was safe and our boat was rescued and taken to the edge of the shore. Many times, we hold back from doing things outside of our comfort zone to serve others because of fear of what could go wrong or that we are not equipped enough or know the language enough But to be honest, that's exactly the kind of person God needs so that he can show off who he is to you and show how big he is and how much more you can accomplish in this world if only you place your trust in him. Knowing Jesus comes from a personal experience. It doesn't just come from knowledge or what people say about him. When you pair your personal experience and your knowledge about Him, your relationship with God just grows to another level. But when we have all the things that we need every day, it's almost as if, I got it God, I don't really need you. We don't say that, but we kind of feel it. We don't have to cry up to God for a bottle of water or for food sometimes because we should just go across the street and buy a big pack of waters or get it delivered to our doorsteps in less than a couple minutes. When you're out in the mission field, you're desperately clinging to God. Sometimes you think, I can't keep going. I don't know what else I can do for these people. And you cling and you cry out to God. And he brings you peace and he gives you the strength to keep going. He answers your prayers and in those moments you see a big God and you know that he is close to you listening to your prayers, allowing you to do and and provide for these people more than the basic resources. Perhaps you may have dreams and passions in your heart that no one knows about. But God has put that burden in you, and you're afraid to step out in faith. But let me tell you something. The moment you let God take over, you will radically change everything about what's important to you. The way you see your life, the way you see those around you will be different. There is nothing better than working alongside God using your unique skills. The skills He has given you for His eternal purposes. The person He has created you to be. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You've probably worked hard for several years to obtain a lifestyle that you always dreamed of. But what good is it to achieve personal goals if they are for self-gain and self-praise? and not align with God's will for your life. God blesses you so that you can be a blessing to others. So when you align your vision with God's vision, your life and even your ministry will be better than you ever imagined because God is the one working alongside you. It's no longer about you, but about Him. He gets all the praise, and He gets all the glory and the honor. Never did I imagine I'd be doing medical missions full-time, developing underserved communities around the world while sharing the gospel. My only dream growing up was to have a low-income clinic in San Diego to serve those who couldn't afford it. But God wanted me elsewhere, and now... I know that this is where I belong. I know that He has a purpose for my life, just as He has for you. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. It's important that you continue preparing yourself to become the best version of yourself, to reach your personal goals, but also be open for God's detours. You don't want to miss out on a window of opportunity where God wants to use you. Don't be afraid to let God change your plans and take you where He wants. His way will be better and He will open doors for you that you never imagined. But you need to trust in Him. Our volunteers brought so many smiles and made such a difference in Congo. And so can you, right from where you are listening in from. So this week, I want to challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and bless someone in a way that you've never done before, without expecting anything in return. Give generously and wholeheartedly. It may require giving of your time, of your skills, or financially. This may be a friend, a loved one, a child, or even a stranger. Again, don't expect anything in return. Simply ask God to use you and allow you to see Him working through you as you step out in faith. Alleluia. Before we close, I want to say a special prayer so that God's presence may continue to be felt as you go about your week. Dear God, thank you for your presence today. Thank you for your faithfulness and for always being our provider. You are our protector everywhere we go. We are nothing without you, Lord. In this moment, God, I pray for you to touch my listener's heart. Open their eyes to see what you see, and that they may feel what you feel for those around them as they go out in faith to serve others. Your word says that a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. So at this moment, God, I pray for their plans as they start a new chapter in school, at work, in their ministry, or even in life, that their desires may align with what you have already designed ahead for them. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on today's episode and giving yourself this space to join in on the Sarai Montoya podcast. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit saraymontoya.com slash podcast. And before you go, make sure to subscribe so that you may receive notifications right when new episodes are released. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, I hope you'll let me know by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. I'd love to read your reviews. Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like yourself enjoy the show and that helps us expand our reach. So thank you so much. I pray that this podcast truly empowers you to become a better version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. I look forward to talking to you next time.